You're listening to KCBX News. I'm Benjamin Perper. In the third part of our 12-part series on Central Coast farm workers beyond the furrows, KCBX's Francisco Martinez reports on labor trafficking among farm workers and what efforts are being done to combat it locally. During the COVID-19 pandemic, essential workers helped the rest of us keep some semblance of order during the initial wave of uncertainty. And farm workers were included in that workforce. They're how we get our food on the table. So when the pandemic hit, Andrea Rojas saw an increase in calls from agricultural workers to the National Human Trafficking Hotline. She knew that increase made sense because calls from other industries like hospitality and restaurants went down, while there was sustained demand for farm workers. That was one of the few industries that remained working and operational during the pandemic where most of the other sectors were completely shut down. Rojas is the Strategic Initiative Director for Labor Trafficking at Polaris, which is a nonprofit organization whose mission is to combat sex and labor trafficking. Polaris also runs the National Human Trafficking Hotline. And it's very telling about some of the failures in the system to protect these workers. Because in order for a foreign national to connect with a national resource, with a national human trafficking hotline, it requires multiple steps in order to, to make that call. According to hotline data provided by Polaris to KCBX, agricultural labor trafficking victims were found to have most commonly dealt with verbal abuse, overworking, wage theft, and threats to be reported to immigration, whether they're undocumented or not. Rojas says the historical basis for labor trafficking in agriculture is twofold. Agriculture in the U.S. was based in slavery. So you have historically a lack of set of protections that workers in this industry don't have in comparison with other industries. So you start with a baseline of less protection. The second factor, Rojas says, is agriculture's dependence on migrant workers, which plays another role in fostering conditions for labor trafficking. So you can have in the U.S., one of the richest countries, a situation of massive failure of protect workers. So what's being done in Santa Barbara County to combat labor trafficking? Ileana Anda is a project lead in the Santa Barbara County District Attorney's Victim Assistance Program. She helps victims across all types of crimes, including labor trafficking. Anda's work is part of the county's Human Trafficking Task Force, which deals with both labor and sex trafficking. However, Anda says there aren't as many labor trafficking cases reported. Not because it doesn't exist, but it's just very hard to identify and investigate. It's a very prolonged process. The county's task force has identified eight labor trafficking cases since 2017, which Anda says aren't necessarily farm worker related. Anda adds the task force does collaborate with federal agencies, such as the FBI, on labor trafficking cases that would involve farm workers. But according to Anda, many labor trafficking victims don't self-identify as victims because they don't realize they're labor trafficking victims or that they work in exploitative work environments. That makes it difficult to identify labor trafficking in the county, farm worker or not. What our efforts are right now is on educating workers on their rights and the community on what labor trafficking is really so that they can be educated and help others identify. Anda says people close off when they're told they're a trafficking victim. That means talking with them and listening to them to help someone realize they're a victim, asking questions about their work history, how they got here, whether or not they paid a debt, how they got paid. Anda says these questions help them realize the red flags in their work situation. It's through a number of meetings with individuals that they might self-identify, but it's not necessarily like a one approach to everybody. It's really just hearing their story and, and trying to find those markers of where exploitation may have happened. But there are limitations to the work that can be done in addition to the murkiness of identifying labor trafficking, such as Santa Barbara County's lack of resources to thoroughly investigate human trafficking. Anda says there's only one detective focused on human trafficking for the whole county, labor trafficking or not. There are many industries, not just farm working, that need to be investigated. 
Anda also points out the differences within the county and between the different kinds of trafficking that need to be covered. For instance, in Santa Maria, which is at the north end of the county, it's you know the largest city. We're largely agricultural community. And then there's Santa Barbara's South Coast. Which is really a different kind of socioeconomic community. And you really have a high tourist, uh, domestics, hospitality-driven industry. So you're kind of looking at two spectrums of possible trafficking that we try to work in. And it's just a large a large, large space we're covering. But Anna says the task force is still making inroads through collaborating with the county's law enforcement agencies and through education, like posting human trafficking resources where people work, including with farm labor contractors as required by California law. Going in and making sure that businesses have postings they're required to have, making sure that our educators have the training that they need to suspect trafficking. And Anna says the task force also promotes the National Human Trafficking Hotline, Rojas says collaboration with local partners is what makes the hotline possible. We always say that our partners in the field are the best promoters of the hotline and the number. KCBX News reached out to the FBI for comment about their work with the Human Trafficking Task Force and combating the labor trafficking of farm workers locally. In an email, FBI spokesperson Sutton Roach says that while the organization could not comment on specific cases, the FBI wants to hear from anyone who has a complaint and may feel that they are a victim violated under federal law. Next week on Beyond the Furrows will be a little different. We've heard from those who are trying to make a difference and bring change to the farm worker community. So this time we're going to head to Guadalupe and explore a town where agriculture is part of daily life. For KCBX News, I'm Francisco Martinez. Beyond the Furrows is made possible by a grant from the Sunflower Foundation.